strength It's a sword of power Sword of power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings I'm your host, Katie Rose Leon. With me, as always, is my faithful friend, Lawson Leon. Hey. What's up, fam? We need to sit down and have a, a tough <laughs> discussion. <laughs> Everyone sit down and put down your Game Boys. <laughs> and uh, as uh, discussed, Alex is gone forever. He, uh, mm-hmm. he sailed away, and he's not coming back. So uh, nope. this week we have our guest, Alex Fleming. Yay. Hello, thank you. I'm the other Alex. He's the other Alex. We we just wanted to... Do you want to officially say that Alex is not quieting uh, people who have been talking about how Waffles did 9-11? He's not... That is not what is happening right now. No. It's not, it's not our place to talk about it. Waffles is a violent creature. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got malice in his eyes and death in his arm-length paws. I don't trust him. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him, which is not very far because he weighs like 900 pounds. Yeah, he's a big boy. Literally last week, me and Katie were at Alex's, uh, at Patak's place, <laughs> and fucking, he, this, Waffles was trying to murder the shit out of the squirrel outside of a window, and, uh, it was, it was nuts. It was, I mean, the squirrel had nuts, and then Waffle was nuts. <laughs> a lot of nuts to go around. Just wow. so many. Uh, just... Really, just multiple layers. <laughs> I mean, isn't that like it had uh... contained multitudes, Katie? <laughs> isn't like the cat that wants to eat the squirrel like a, a metaphor for Dragon Ball Z? I feel like where every episode in general, you watch someone just like power up for a while, and like maybe next episode <laughs> we'll get that squirrel hit their little head on the glass. Yeah. It's mostly it's mostly himbos banging their head on the proverbial glass. That is the ceiling of their power level. That is talking about himbos hitting their heads on the glass. <laughs> hey fellas, what the what the fuck is up? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is up? What is up? I'm so glad what? you asked, Katie. Uh, I'm glad I asked. This is going great. We're doing a good job. <laughs> Patak's not here to do the things that make the podcast fun. <laughs> Will be smoother. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Other things will be not. <laughs> I've been having a lot of weird ass dreams. Let's oh, let's talk about dreams. Yes, oh, yeah. Let's, let's yes. fucking talk about. Because yes, I like to hear about dreams. You know, actually, my favorite cranberry song, and now it's my favorite Lost in Leon segment. So let's fucking mm. go. I'm partial to zombies personally, but uh, uh, no, I just. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> did I have a well? What is a nightmare when you're an adult? 
You know? <laughs> Yeah, like existential stuff or like I just keep uh having dreams that like that I fulfilled my dreams when I was like twenty. And like that's a nightmare because then I wake up. <laughs> Is that weird? God. Like oh. very practical nightmare <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. It also always involves something about stand up. Which like I'm and when I'm like alive and awake, right now? You're yeah, I'm having like weird stand-up nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> I used to have them occasionally, um, but now when I do, it's like a placeholder for something else. It's mm. like me, like don't make me go in there. And they're like, you have to go on stage. I'm like, I don't want it. That's what it is. That's what it is. But it's like a weird dream. So it's like a Carnegie Hall or whatever. It's like, <laughs> wow. but all the, but the audience are all clowns or something like that. It's like. <laughs> But it's, it's an, you're telling me that stand-up is a nightmare in your unconscious time? Not yeah. Just in your not just, time. Yeah. It's like a waking... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, here's, here's a vibe. Lawson. Mm-hmm. I don't think the listeners of this particular show know your history with stand-up. Because, like, I know sure. you started very young, and that's why this is pertinent to the nightmare fuel. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Well, how... how how old did you start, Katie? I was young, but I was like 20. Yeah, I was 19. Yeah. I guess that's a little the different. Optimism. <laughs> the optimism of first starting stand-up. And yeah. for me at the time, I really thought I was going to change some things. I'm like, I'm just a loud woman here that makes it up. Nothing, I, what could go wrong? I thought Reach. that for, for a whole decade, so... Yeah. Well, and nothing did go wrong. Everything's perfect now. I mean, yeah, I, I made friends like you guys, so, you know. That's, like, that's very adorable. <laughs> that's very Sailor Moon response. Yeah, I wish I watched Sailor Moon yeah. when I was younger. Um, How long ago was... Um, when was 2013? That's when I started stand-up. Nine when years. Was 2013? Yeah. Nine years. <laughs> oh my I, God. I so... The Wait, Alice, did Are you, you start? Did you start West Coast? Because our friend Alice no. is joining us from the West Side. You start. You no. came to New York to start. Well, I started doing like youth theater, and I started magic. I mean, I was doing birthday parties as a magician. As yeah, know, Alex is a magician. <laughs> Boy, that okay, I just need to clear this up. Alex is not my boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> so one of my partners is a magician, and it's it's uh, it's hilarious. We have all talked about it. I understand. I'm in on the joke, so I would like people to think it, you can't dunk on me. I'm like Eminem, you know. A, a mile, I'm yeah. Like, I'm already here. <laughs> I'm already in it with you. The best climax in history of film. Yeah. I have never come out as much in my life as me coming out to people in my personal life about being in a relationship with a magician. Anyway, but it's not Alex. <laughs> He's just another yeah. one. It turns out there's more than one in America. <laughs> yeah. Secret meetups. Although they're not that secret. They're advertised on meetup.com. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the opposite of secret, Alex. Oh my god. In what? Meetup.com, baby. Let's fucking go. Uh, that's funny. Oh, I, there are so many stories. Meetup, the, the New York mentalism meetup, you know, because you, you got to get specific and into your ma- magician subgroups. Oh your, my your god. Type. So the, the New York City mentalism meetup I used to go to, and that's how I met a guy who ended up being arrested for robbing 11 banks. Woo! <laughs> Uh, he awesome. was a magician. He was 
mental. He was <laughs> mentalizing. Them. He and his twin. He did a magic <laughs> act. He and and his his twin did Casual. a mentalism act. Casual. He and his twin. Are you sure which one was arrested? Did they like? Oh my god. Did they know they didn't swap it out. Prestige. <laughs> yeah. Possible. Well, so what he was doing was he was. Going he had a bloody double. Sorry. And he was uh, doing a quick change in like a telephone booth like Superman afterwards. <laughs> and like then, you know, trying to walk around cool and it worked like, like ten, ten or eleven times. times. <laughs> ten ten times, yeah. It worked it worked ten times. Uh, he got greedy. He got greedy on that eleventh one. <laughs> the eleventh one. This is the greatest story ever told. <laughs> So he hosted uh, one of the meetups at his Upper West Side apartment. I remember being like, this is a nice place. How does a working mission afford this place? And, uh, yeah, that that makes sense. Um, I only found out because my friend, uh, shout out to my friend Anthony Sibeli. He's a comic in Boston. Funny dude. Funny dude, yeah. Yeah, he uh, sent me a newspaper uh, or a link to a newspaper article in like the Boston. He's like, "This <laughs> you?" Yeah, and he was like, "Haha, do you know this guy?" And I was like, "Actually, I do." <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. It was one of those like JK, LOL, know this guy, and you were like, "But hold on, though." Uh, yeah, I no, actually, quick... rivals Magic School. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Magic School. I would say magical bank robberies are my favorite type of bank robberies. I just feel really <laughs> fucking like shortchanged right now because I'm like, why isn't this motherfucker I'm dating robbing people? If that's like an option, <laughs> that's on the <laughs> table. <laughs> it was on the table the whole time. He has other jobs, but I'm just like, I feel like this is a skill set that could be used for more practical things, like robbing people. Some yeah. the magician Bonnie and Clyde making a thing. Jesus. This is not where I thought we'd end up today, but here we are. <laughs> you want to make it clear? I am retired. I am no longer a magician. I wash my hands of He's it. He's just a gamer. Can I? Can I tell you? Oh, he is a gamer and a game designer. But also, <laughs> I one time when was it was in New York? Uh, whatever, 2016. Uh, we were all really hammered. And I don't drink a lot. This is, like, I'm not, like, a big drink or whatever, but I was hanging out with a bunch of friends, a bunch of comics, and I was wasted at our friend's place, and Alex did, <laughs> just did magic, uh, like, up close, like, right in front of my face, and I freaked the Hard fuck to. out, dude, I was losing it. <laughs> Uh, how'd he how'd he make the two strings into one string it's because i was drunk and he was doing it like a foot in front of my face and i was just like like, close-up magic that's part of the grip (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was some of the most fun i ever had though (laughs) there's less angles when you're really up close you don't have to worry about all sides as much you know that's so true it's like the there's Um, an opening to naruto shippuden a song called closer and the chorus goes like, the closer you are to something, the tougher it is to see it. <laughs> That's one yeah, of my favorite lines. Nice words, in a, Naruto. <laughs> anime opening. Uh, like, when you zoom into the Dan Flash's pattern, like, you don't see the pattern anymore. You just see the blue fabric inside of the complicated designs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, yeah. What's we going on with you, Alex? Anything? Particular, I mean, you know, Any nightmares you want to share with the class. 
<laughs> two different nightmares. Uh, there's the nightmare where I keep walking up the street. I have to get up the street. There's somewhere very important I need to go to. But the street is an 80% incline with, like, slight platforms every 100 feet or so. And I'm, like, leaping like Mario trying to get to the platforms. Awesome. Um, But then I keep missing the platforms and then sliding down all the way, like, the boulder that crushes Sisyphus or whatever. Mm. Um, That boulder specifically. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I want to get into the other nightmares. They're kind of personal. I've been... That's uh, fine. Yeah, that's totally fair. That's... (laughs) You totally don't have to. I was. I'm. I'm. I'm doing oversharing because Batak's not here. <laughs> I'm overcompensating. Because uh, I'm not a plug, but I am developing a video game about nightmares. Actually, I'm an independent game designer, and I'm working on a game called Nightmare Hunter '96, which is based on a reoccurring nightmare I had as a child. Uh, and uh, it's gonna be like a deck building, uh, roguelike. Uh, our, uh, yeah, yeah, deck building Some roguelike. News. There's a whole second podcast we're going to do that I need to just tear video game facts out of your spine. So just yeah. save it. Hey, yeah, we can save, save it for the Patreon. Yeah. $5, bitch. <laughs> Sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> That's the sound of the paywall dropping on your neck. Locked gate. ka Alex isn't here. Mean comrades left. I say comrade, but I'm a capitalist. Um, <laughs> Should have known you're a dangus. Oh, how's what's up with with KRL? Well, I hope I get nepotism into this job that I I put our broadcast off ten minutes. <laughs> nice. God bless um, nepotism. Well, let me tell you, there's something positive. What it is, I don't know, but it's, <laughs> it's, something's got good has to happen. Something's got to give, as the old <laughs> film That's says. My favorite movie. <laughs> What's her face? Is turtleneck. Diane. Um, Diane Keaton. Most twenty twenty sentiment that there's sh- there's got to be something positive. Something, something's <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a lot going on. I'm word. frustrated with all my games, and I can't afford to buy anymore. And, uh... But, uh <laughs> oh! I went to the other barcade, which is in the, the dead husk of Kim's video. Now, dead husk? Oh, word, word, yeah, yeah. I haven't been there what? in a very long time. So, mm-hmm. I sound like someone's grandma. I made an observation. People get remarkably drunk at that bar and i don't know why i'm like first of all it's not the cheapest bar around there mm. uh why are you getting shit hammered at barcade is beyond me um and i got separated from the herd at one point and there was a nine foot tall guy in a uh red Sox jersey just falling down on himself I'm like you are double lost sir <laughs> he came up to me he was like, is this the bathroom? Like, that is my purse. But good luck. <laughs> and he still threw up in it, either way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, was just, it was just really interesting to me. I was so drunk. Like, it's okay. Like, I get it. It's a bar. But, I mean, people were, like, shit house. Like, yeah. It was crazy. It's the atmosphere of the games, Kate. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Austin game on? Because... no, like... 
club nearby. Like, where? Why? There's no sports bar. Why is everyone so drunk? <laughs> and then these Ghost? two guys try to um, uh, dark triad, like, pickup artist me by the, uh, the uh, Iron Maiden pinball machine, which was remarkable to watch happen. <laughs> we all play pinball. They start asking me questions about myself. And I just started making shit up, you know. My name's Rachel or something. And, uh, <laughs> they don't know anything about Iron Maiden, which is very funny. Um, I'm just trying to get more turns. <laughs> they're like, so you like to dance? And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> it's like and reverse like, improv. Because they were so close to NYU and Cooper Union, they thought I was a lot younger than I was, which God bless. So I was like... <laughs> No, no, I don't. I'm here to play games and watch people throw up in my first Anyway, that's what I've been up to. <laughs> Rachel's a great go-to fake name. I feel yeah. like it's a great. Uh, I so I, like I. One of my friends named Rebecca, and every time I have to stop myself from calling her Rachel for some reason. I don't know why. I get those wires crossed so easily. <laughs> it's uh, related. They're both Jewish. <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> That's what I tell myself later. Rahel. Um, yeah. I used to use Penelope a lot, but then lately people just know I'm lying out the gate. Even I felt like it was just weird enough that, like, why would I make that up? But so now I'm experimenting with other fake names. <laughs> yeah. Penelope really. is only appropriate in a children's story, I think. It's usually where you meet Penelope's, right? I mean, I Generally? baby names are getting pretty wild. Straight people keep having them, and I have to keep meeting them, and I have to keep not cringing at their fucking baby names. So let me tell you, I would love to meet a Penelope at this point after some of the shit I've met for the last couple of months. Yeah. This, uh... I'm just saying, if you're going to name your baby a dumb thing, it, sh- it shouldn't be rude for me to laugh. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> that kid's going to have to get used to that their whole fucking life. But that's the thing. What if they're not because all their like classmates have the same names? You know? There then it's is. just gonna be normal. <laughs> There's like what is that? There's like the window of right. like and so it's like the window of like kind of strange names but still socially acceptable, and then there's like shit over here and shit over over here is like Mike, and then over here is uh serial number fifteen uh Kal-El. and you know somewhere around here. Kal-El. <laughs> yeah. We can have our cake and eat it too, people, but people really want to just go over here. Yeah. And I right. I just want to put this out here. It's all white people doing this shit. <laughs> I, it's like... security, right? You have to include at least one uh symbol and one uppercase, lowercase uh letter and number in, in any new name going forward. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like social security administration's like, listen, too many names getting hacked. You gotta like put a <laughs> you gotta at least put like an explanation point in the bottom of that. Be Rachel, you gotta be Rachel at Hashtag. <laughs> yeah. I'm Alex with an underscore. That's how yeah. you, you spell mine differently from Alex's. It's actually three underscores because there was already so many Katie Rose rounds in the factory, so we had to just keep adding them. <laughs> this Katie <laughs> underscore Rose underscore Leon underscore. Underscore after the Leon. Pretty much impossible. I was a really early adapter to Twitter. That's why my name is just at Katie Rose. I joined like when I was in college. Forgot I had it. And then this woman messaged me and be like, hi, I'm trying 
start my graphic design business and you know my name's Katie Rose I know she don't use your account and I buy it from you I'm like oh yeah I have a Twitter account bye slam <laughs> 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 delete she yeah. signed up faster bitch <laughs> this is reminding me that actually I have uh, I got to get my card replaced because I've been frauded uh, I knew there was something I meant to bring up during the what the fuck is up, but I couldn't remember. Oh, frauded Lawson. Well, frauded Lawson. Here's the thing. I got like a text from Chase or whatever. They're like, hey, did you like spend a dollar on this Amazon thing? Like, no. Yes. No. <laughs> but, it was, <laughs> but I was like, probably. But just so weird, it was like a dollar. I guess that's how they test it or whatever. Yeah, they test it. Yeah. yeah. To see if I noticed. Because when I was yeah. like 19, my, my car got stolen. Someone bought $200 worth of chicken. They were like, hi, you've never spent more than $10. Did you buy $200 worth of chicken? I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is, I was going to bring up the last time I got frauded, I was like 21. And someone spent like $200 at a Walmart. Like somewhere in fucking bumfuck wherever. And... <laughs> I was the funny thing about that was at the time my card had like five dollars on it. Yeah. <laughs> so they were my shit. I'm like, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As much as I love talking about crime, mm. we're like 19 minutes in. Word. I set a timer. It's not that fucking hard, Alex. <laughs> not you, Alex. The other one. He's on vacation with Patek. <laughs> oh, I'm the. Uh, Ed, you may not know this, but Alex, but we do go super Alex. Uh, and in the evolved form of Alex, uh, you get to trade in the Irish uh, married life for an asexual divorcing Jew. <laughs> uh, you know what? I will say much powerful, more powerful form. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, I guess, should we get to our... Most Our beloved segment of every week, Katie. The we're one. We're gonna do it, but you know what I love—that <laughs> we're twenty minutes in and we can just do it quickly. <laughs> yeah, we can. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this week's marmalade watch is. Oh, play the song. He says with a straight face, <laughs> he dies. Play, play the it's song. Like... Me in the future. <laughs> oh. No! <laughs> I said no! We really are just left holding the bag on this one. <laughs> you and I couldn't care less about this shit. Uh, what's, what's a word? It's, you know what it really hit me? It hit me when I had to explain Marmalade Watch to Alex. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, well, you know, it's... See, we live with a clown prince. <laughs> when we, we dance to his little wins because we love him so, but sometimes that results in a whole segment that doesn't really make sense <laughs> in any, make any level, sense. but we've just fully committed to it because it's easy enough. Uh, 
Yeah, I did a little research and I listened to. I did a uh, little research. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I listened to a little Marmalade Watch and I couldn't tell you what happened. I have no <laughs> idea. Well, I couldn't tell you either. Um, anyway, Lawson's gonna say a word. We'll say what we think it is, and then. My favorite part of every Marmalade Watch segment is Patak scrambling if he should share the person's name who <laughs> who sent it. And I will now do the same thing. Uh, I'm make an announcement that no one will listen to because I've noticed no one listens to it. Uh-huh. Please put if you want your name read. <laughs> we like consent. We don't want to out you for loving the word. All the um, or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it's Trevor. <laughs> Trevor says he was uh, his first two marmalade watches were the ones used, so he considers himself the father of the segment or perhaps the uncle. Uh, so he's to blame for this, but also because of that, we will reward him as he sent us uh, t- too many words, and I will just. Well, we're just picking one. We, <laughs> we are one at a time. That's we're how so uh, trepanation. Trepidation. No trepanation. Trepanation. Can you spell that for me? I can. T r e p a nation. Oh. <laughs> What? Yeah. That's a lie. That's not a fucking word. T-R-E-P-A. Nation. Under God. Indivisible. With liberty and justice for all. Um, Is the nation of threats? You're talking about the the South Park fan club. The Matt Stone Trey Parker Nation. Yeah, that's... mm, mm -hmm, I forgot to pay my dues and a 13-year-old came and kicked me in the nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what you get for being poor. Um, That is what I get for being poor. Before I look this up... (laughs) Before I look this up... I think... I actually would have guessed you meant to say trepidation, but it was misspelled. But apparently, it is a thing... But when I put it when I put it into uh, Google, uh-huh. uh, I get yes, I get tree pan, I get trepanning or tree panning, T R E P A N N I N G says also known as trepanation, the process of making a hole through the skull to the surface of the brain. Oh, cool! I, I was just listening to a podcast about this. There's this no way that's true. Or like when the people like that, like Eris was just getting really psychedelic. He's like, I'm like the birds, put a hole in my head, please. Like, yeah, like the met, like the, the got to get the evil spirits out of your skull because yeah. there's been evidence found of like I forget if it was like early Indus Valley civilization. If it was like even uh, I, th- I think it was like, like Mesopotamia time, but there were like examples of people who survived trepanation. Like they had like perfectly drilled holes in their heads. It didn't indicate that's what them. Old timey medical shit's crazy. There's just like people with like a stomach hole, like you could put little pieces of chicken in it and stuff from the outside, and they're just perfectly happy to live. And yet, I can't get my inhaler for under hundred dollars. What the fuck? <laughs> So, yeah, apparently there was the ancient, which imagine also, man, living in the ancient times must have sucked ass. Imagine uh, someone... <laughs> I watch period pieces, and every time I'm like, every motherfucker at this party smells like shit. <laughs> you know, don't give me that Jane Austen shit. Everyone smells bad. And then, like, someone's like, hey, you got evil spirits in your head. And you're like, bet. 
and then you just let them drill a fucking hole in your brain and kill you. That's how a lot of people went mm. out. That's how they went out. Like, if there's an afterlife, they have to go tell God or whatever, like, yeah, I just let a dude drill a hole in my head because he said there was evil in there. But this is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not everyone dies from the hole in the head. Right. Some people are like, yeah, I feel a lot better now, probably because there's a bunch of my head missing, and I don't know. Well, okay, so I was going to say, so there's apparently, you know, the, there's, there is the, a current medical version of this, which is, like, actual medical base where you, like, let the... The, the out, blood right? pressure out or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So there's That's they're, different though. That's not yeah. just like <laughs> getting oogie boogies out of there. <laughs> you I got creepers inside of me. <laughs> you got oogie it's boogie not. brain. How come if I got oogie boogie brain, why don't I just like tilt my head to the side and just smack till it comes out the ear or whatever? Why are you gonna drill a hole in my fucking head? Why is that gonna be you know? <laughs> with, well, with the oogie boogie, you know, when it gets in there deep into the floorboards of your brain. <sighs> Damn. More parts of the brain. Well, that was fun. I think- Hi, it's time for an advertisement before we get on to wonderful Dragon Ball Z type content. And now, I know what you're saying. This this hot content that we are serving up spewing. on a platter. It's spewing out of our mouths and you're like, how can I get in on this? How can I profit off this? Well, it's really easy. And Alex attacked $20 on Venmo. <laughs> and then you send us an email with concise bullet points. And then we will read it for you. Yep. I'm assuming this one was paid for, so I'm going to read it. Okay, this is by, I didn't say not to say their name, but this is they're a regular uh, listener of us here in Dole. Uh, and they are here for an ad. So I guess the music starts here. Play the ad, me. Uh, I just want to put out there, it's well known that I am dyslexic when it comes to reading out loud, so. <laughs> Enjoy this! Corner Spatey is a podcast about how Europe is shit and absurd. You guys have any interest in that? Yeah. I, I, I agree. Uh, I agree. I have, yeah, I think it probably sucks over there. Do you guys want to learn about the albino rapping son of Georgia's richest man? The exile Albanian royal family who hired Zulu warriors for a coup? Or why Germans can't dress? Of course you do. I don't know why Germans can't dress, but that shit is real. I used to work for a German company, and that shit is, is stereotype well earned. Mm-hmm. They have uh, journalists and comedians and activists from all over the world on, including uh, Alex, I'm assuming Alex Patak. <laughs> to talk about Mussolini and Jeremy to talk about that festive blackface that the Netherlands does. Uh, I believe they're talking about Swarthy Pete, a thing that people just act like is okay and <laughs> is on Maine. <laughs> Big yikes. Uh, they're, uh, they're also doing an Operation Gladio series with Poddam, and uh, they often explain things with references to anime, new metal, and the 2010 rap beef, so basically stealing our skis. Uh, Kieran, once we fly overseas, we will be breaking the kneecaps, but you get to still do your podcast. It's twice weekly, uh, one free, one behind the paywall for $5, you get four extra episodes per month. Mamma mia, it's in English! Is it in English? Because sometimes... You Europeans, I, you say you're speaking English, but I can't understand shit, and I have to put subtitles on this. Mm-hmm. We are a lot of wrestlers, live and in person, and they open their mouth, and they sound like a little dog with a bunch of marbles in it. And I'm like, I, 
Zack Sabre Jr. Speak American <laughs> English. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. American. American. Mer. You can find it at OperationGlad.io or any good podcast app. A spatty is like a bodega, but in Berlin, and it's cool because they're illegal. Well, I will say bodegas are legal, but most of the stuff they are selling are not. <laughs> Street legal. <laughs> wow, thanks, Connor. I got, I'm, if I listen to podcasts, I would listen to that one. Mamma Mia. End of advertising. Mamma Mia! <laughs> Mia Mama. <laughs> Who's ready? Mm. Who's ready for Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> Hell yeah! Let's do it. Oh. All right. The title of this episode is "A Creeping Conspiracy." The target is Gohan. Huh? Nani. So up front, I just want to say this is a lore-heavy episode, and I don't know how interesting it is going to be to explain. But here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking attempt it. Please. It's a lot of people just staring blankly and talking long strings of sentences, but here we go. Classic Dragon uh, Ball. Yes, it is. Last week we saw a young woman killed before her <laughs> But you know what? There seems to be no uh, non-violence clause, so uh, the show must go on. Are you guys ready for round four? Call Freddie Mercury. World Martial Arts Tournament? I know I. <laughs> Yeah. Mr. Fahrenheit. There's nothing I want more to see after a large man brutalize a woman than other men brutalize each other. <laughs> yeah, just wash that right out of my mouth. That bad taste, I hardly remember it. Mm-hmm. They literally uh, <laughs> open it up with the MC being like, Fidel's not dead! She's gonna pull through! Give the little lady a hand! And everyone's just like, yeah! Woo! <laughs> I don't know, man. I went to uh, a progress wrestling event like five years ago where I saw a guy break his neck in real time, and that was like very traumatic. And he, I knew he was fine. If I watched that, I'd be like, I need to go home. I need to go to church or synagogue or something. I w- yeah, I was at that show when TK Cooper did the moonsault to the floor. Yes! Yeah. And then everyone got a, a staph infection with how hot it was. It was so fucking hot at that venue. What the got- fuck? I got a yeast infection from just sitting in the stands sweating so much. It was horrible. What the fuck? I and weighed 300 pounds. Center, so there was no beer. No. <laughs> there was no water, bro. Me and Adam, yeah. Susan, and Benel huddled together and we scrapped all the water in the venue together <laughs> to not die. That is legendarily weird. Okay, but. Did uh, he die? No, they're fine. Nah, he's alright. Like, it was just Harold? crazy to watch. Yikes. Yeah. Um, he's so, wrestling now. He's wrestling again now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. He's, he's jumping off of things like nothing happened. Yeah. Um, so, they're about to bring up Gohan, aka the Great Saiya Man. And, uh, he pulls the MC aside and he's like, My dad went to look for a bean for my girlfriend. Now, I have some questions for you guys. Um, why is it necessary that Goku was late? Like, it didn't add it to the story at all. He shows up almost immediately. There was no stakes. No. Nothing. 
there was nothing added with Goku taking ten minutes longer than normal when he goes to the tower. It added time to the episode, Katie. Yeah, the the stakes were that he was late. But here's the thing, Katie. You know why he was late? Because Corrin, he said, "Hey, Goku, be on your guard." Goku's like, "Bet." That's it. <laughs> <laughs> And I like how it implies that Goku ever listens to anything. He does not. No! Cut. In one ear and out the other. He has an image of meat spinning on a stick in his mind at all times. He's like a little guy. He does say that Corn like, stopped growing the beans for some reason, so they had to, like, go through his junk drawer to find these three. It was a time of peace after Cell. I guess. Yeah, just ate them all. Wait, can you... Yes. Catch me up a little bit, because I so I hadn't watched Dragon Ball Z in a long time. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry, Alex. Let's no, no, it's alright. I mean, please. Uh, so I do have some, but it's like you know they were talking about Cell and and I saw Boo and I was like, yeah, I remember them. I know my old friends, you know. Just uh, Tsunami uh, a lot, um, and DBS uh, wasn't necessarily my favorite show, but I, I watched a lot of it when I was a kid. And, I mean, I was most excited. I don't know if I if it's skipping ahead to mention that Vegeta is there, or if that's a thing that was known. But no, that's when my and was our friend Vegeta. <laughs> our friend. I always remembered him as being one of my favorites. Maybe it's just the voice actor just does such a great job. Oh, he and rules because he sucks. Just getting to hear someone say Kakarot like made my yeah. day. I was yeah, just of course, uh, yeah. it took me back. Um, so, why, is, is Goku dead? Why does he have the halo? I don't remember the name. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, he is dead, uh, during the Cell Saga, which happened before this arc. Gohan, when he's still a kid, he's like, nine. He kills Cell, but Goku dies while they're fighting him. And okay. the whole of Dragon Ball Z was leading up to, like, Goku dies and Gohan takes over as the one true, most powerful person in the universe. And then they were like, wait, we have to make more episodes. We love money. So <laughs> let's just like throw that all out the window, make Gohan a teenager, and they immediately bring Goku back from the dead for the World Martial Arts Tournament. But as we find out in this episode, maybe not. <laughs> as I've harped on and made very... As I've been mad about a lot, is that yes. they didn't believe in Gohan as the actual top babyface, so they had to reach back, know. bring back Goku. You know, like, when a prisoner gets, like, a day pass to go to a wedding or, like, to go fuck their wife, like, he's on that from the afterlife right now. Yeah. Okay. And Goku only gets conjugals to fight. He doesn't want to fuck Chi-Chi. He hasn't even spoken to her. He's just here for to fight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So it's not like a drive angry with Nicolas Cage situation where he just like manages to escape the afterlife because he's got too uh, fast of a car. It's like a, he's been let out for for some some rumspringer or something. It's, it was it's a rumspringer, yeah. He's yeah, kinda... like a yeah, everyone's like sitting there and it, like for two seconds they look like they're going to build up tension about this bean scenario, but Goku just shows up immediately and it's like, "Hi, Gohan. Here are three beans." Give it to your girlfriend. <laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> what that really feels like is like when you're watching an improv scene mm-hmm. and someone's like, 
Oh, if only we had a shovel. Oh, let me just go grab one off stage left. Now I have a shovel. Nothing is happening in this scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vegeta's lines in this episode are insane. So, like, at, when Gohan is running off and he tells Kabito he'll come fight in a second, Vegeta says to himself, like, everyone's focusing on the oddballs when they should think about me beating the shit out of Kakarot for fun! <laughs> and you're like, great, we love it. Yeah. Vegeta um, is true to his essence, and I think that's what's so refreshing about him. He just is Vegeta. Yeah, I love that he's just, he's got a real reality show, I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to win attitude, and that's what I love to see. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, Trunks and Goten, uh, had stolen someone's adult costume so they could fight the grown-ups and their two kids in a trench coating it. So they're like, what are those beans? I don't know. I'm like, great, great, great plot device. This is working. A, a very necessary Dragon Ball Z scene. <laughs> yeah. I do love Trunks and Goten. Like, sure. They are the saving grace of this half of Dragon Ball Z, but yeah. like, this particular episode was full of just shit like that, where I'm like, you're just... We I didn't... thought this was supposed to edit out the bullshit, but maybe not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the kids in a trench coat feels like a main event thing to me, but I might be mistaken. Well, they are, but it, it, it's not yet their time. Yeah. Yeah. They're being groomed um, for the main event. So we go to a little hospital where Videl is, you know, she's all fucked up and her dad, Mr. Satan's freaking out. Gohan knocks over, opens the door, pushes her dad onto the floor and says, uh, prepare to be healed. And then, like, gives her, he goes and he's like, I have a magic bean for you. And the doctor's like, yeah, we don't really, like, fuck with that holistic crystal healing shit. She's like... On real medicine. He's like, ah, I'm from the country. I take this all the time. <laughs> you get that this is Dragon Ball Z World. And yes, eat the bean. But also, like, some salient points being made by this doctor. I, yeah. as Gohan was running back to the infirmary or whatever, I got so upset because I realized I could feel how much time was going to be spent. With Mr. Satan not letting Gohan give her the fucking bean. Like, I, before it happened, I could feel it happening. <laughs> it went on so long. <laughs> he just keeps he getting in the don't way. Don't put that bean in my baby's face. No one puts my bean in my baby. You got, you got hold up, brother. And, like, just, like, Mr. Satan, you're... a promo about her. Like, okay, hypothetically. Yeah. Hypothetically. What if it's just, like, a lentil, right, that doesn't do anything? Right. What's the harm in- <laughs> Like, does he think- like, So, Mr. Sayers, from his point of view, he thinks Gohan's gonna run here with a poison bean? Like, what the fuck does he think is happening? <laughs> like, he clearly sees already that, like, they're horny for each other, so it's like- Right. I get him being like, yeah, that's what it's- my baby girl, like, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's but, what like, it's really about, yeah. And it's- Um- Yeah. But- he literally, okay, he screams at Gohan, he's like, you're a dead man, you just brought yourself a world of pain. <laughs> and then, like, he begs at Videl, the bean is in her mouth, and he's like, don't chew it! <laughs> don't! 
Swallow it a little bit. Don't swallow it all the way. And it just keeps going with like it's already like in her, but she hasn't like totally swallowed it yet. And he's doing like a play by play. It's so fucking weird. This you've never seen a sense you've been seen hat go on for so long. Like in the ripping scientific holistic commentary. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like this is why Andy Kaufman died. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Gohan's like you know if you just. Eight supplements, maybe you wouldn't have caught COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I don't vaccinate my kids. I just make sure to feed them a lot of wheatgrass. It's worked for hundreds of years. I eat it at the farm all the time. So is, is DBZ anti-vax propaganda? Is it anti <laughs> The very prominent plot point of the last thing was that Goku has a heart condition that someone from the future told him is going to kill him, brought him his medicine, and he just didn't take it because he didn't feel like it. True. Oh. <laughs> and it didn't get him. It's like he got sick. Yeah. So it's, it's complicated, Alice. It contains multitudes. Anyway, so go on already back, <laughs> and he's like, alright, time to fight, and everyone's ready for it. Meanwhile, Gohan's friends from Dragon Ball High School are like, that Mr. Stan man actually just looks like Gohan with some sunglasses on. <laughs> Literally. Really? This is really refreshing because so many times in cartoons someone's just like wearing glasses and they're like, who is that? I'm like, you guys all do not have object permanence. Yeah. Um, it's so a classic Superman. Just be like, that's clearly Gohan. Hi, <laughs> Gohan. And then he's like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, the jig is up. <laughs> I mean, it's all that inner monologue about, like, dang, they noticed me. Oh, yeah. well, might as well reveal myself. Alex, you've missed out on uh, the worst part about Dragon Ball uh, post-cell, which is Gohan in high school being an undercover superhero, trying to not reveal yeah, that he's a superhero. Yeah, they trying to, like, Peter Parker him, but, like, in the worst way possible. It does. It's bad. <laughs> wanted to be a regular kid but i'm also like in this world what's even the point of doing that it's not a normal world you could just go to school and be like i'm just gonna pop out and make sure like an android doesn't blow up the world real fast and i'll be right there a dog is the president of this world yeah like what are the standards of reality here (laughs) your best friend's a dinosaur (laughs) yeah you know, I was going to say, like, is there some sort of secret government security force that would be alarmed by such power? It like doesn't, shield it doesn't matter. CIA type There's thing. literally a <laughs> shot of the Dog King where he's like, ah, yes, the young man that has saved the world multiple times. Good to see him back in action. Oh. Just, to, just to scale this, I, that's a good question, Alex, but I can tell you how little that matters. Goku in Dragon Ball, in the middle of it, not at the end, in the middle of Dragon Ball, single-handedly destroys the strongest army in the world. So, okay. like, just kills them all <laughs> by himself when he's, like, 14 in mid-Dragon Ball. So no one can do anything to go on. He's a god walking around. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, that explains maybe more of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So finally gives it up. You know, after, like, trying so hard with the Sandman thing that everyone's like, Gohan, it's never gonna happen. Sandman is never gonna happen. Stop <laughs> trying to make it happen. Yeah. He's 
to fight <clears throat> Kabito, who is the Supreme Kai's big red friend, except we haven't fully announced he's Supreme Kai. He's like going by Jeff or something. He's like, I'm Jeff, just a regular guy. <laughs> he's a purple man. Yeah. Um, so. I think it was Shin, but yeah. Yeah. Kavito's like, hi, um, I'm not going to actually fight you. What I need from you right now is for you to go full Super Saiyan. And he's like, what? How do you even fucking know about that, bro? And he's like, yeah, no, please. I, I'll explain later. Can you please just be a Super Saiyan for me, your friend Kavito? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people in here. He's like, yeah, it'll be fine. It's fine. Just tr- trust. Kavito. Kavito's like, go on. Trust. <laughs> now, this next sequence of events is a lot of, like, he said, she said shit, so I fully apologize. Last week, as we remember, Spopovich murdered Videl, and he also had a friend, Yamu, who is also in his, like, you know, Nazi oi band with him. They both wear their little black leotards and their bald, veiny heads and their M tattoos. Wonder what that's about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they keep checking their shell phone to see, uh, what time it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, what that's about. Uh, so... What is that about? Oh, no. Uh... <laughs> Big mystery. <laughs> yeah. Big mystery. Uh, Greek chorus of the Z-Boys are like, Oh, what's going on? That guy asked him to go Super Saiyan. So Pickle has the correct response, which is, Go on! That's it. That's always reasonable. Yeah. Uh, The voice of reason. Everyone's gears start going. They're like, something seems weird. Is something weird about this? Something weird about that guy? I can't put my finger on it. And then Purple Jeff is like, hey guys, um, I actually need you not to intervene with what's about to happen. No matter how fucked up it gets, they are professionals. So just you know, leave him be. I wish one of them would be like, hey, we just watched a large man beat a girl nearly to death, so like... Yeah, we saw a dude get his <laughs> neck broken and just get up and then murder a canonically 16-year-old girl. So... <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> like, when you say no matter how bad it gets... But the next exchange <laughs> is so funny, because Vegeta's like, I don't take orders from anyone unless they're above me, and then... Piccolo's like, you bitch! That's the Supreme Kai! He's above all of us, you fucking idiot! <laughs> the only time Piccolo isn't cool in his life is when he's talking about Supreme Kai. What? Jeff is Supreme Kai? I just thought he was a little purple man. I thought that was just a myth that North Kai talked about when he's stoned. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right! Supreme Kai! A thing that exists now. So, okay. Alex, what is that? yes. What is that? Okay. What the hell's going on with the Kai? Right. So, there is the four Kais of. Wait, this galaxy, I think? It's like the North, South, East, West, you get it. North Kai is like the big fat dude who talks to Goku, and Goku lives with him, basically. They're like, they're like gods of the, you know. They're- yeah. They're middle management gods, though, because. Yeah, of the Earth. Well, yeah. What you gotta understand is this is a really, like, yes-and type story at this point, because (laughs) we've been told that those guys are it, and then they shoehorned, like, two episodes ago that there might be another dude, but they talk about it like you were supposed to know. 
Because so there's yeah North he's King North Kai King Kai, above him is the Grand Kai, and then above him is this guy. So we don't even know about the Grand Kai. Fuck that guy. We've gone over his yeah, head. Like, what happened? Why, <laughs> why couldn't he be the one coming down? Because fuck him. Uh, yeah, I don't he know. Probably take a different form. It would have been a really easy story. Um, maybe we'll see a new Kai at an even higher price point at some point. Oh, it's Man. as if they made a whole other series after this where they really, you like Vegeta now, wait until they take away all his character attributes and put him in an apron. Oh. <laughs> they really do. Oh, man. So I mean, true. If it's a Vegeta cooking show, I'm here for it. <laughs> it's Shot of Vegeta, the show where really Vegeta should... has guests on. And... It's cooking <laughs> hacker. Uh, it's, have, it's like Vegeta's director and he makes Goku do a cooking show. <laughs> I mean, there is one episode that gets dangerously close to that, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the classic Dragon Ball Z guy. <laughs> yeah, the classic uh, where Goten and Trunks are like, what's going on over there? Gee, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, basically everyone's like, a Supreme Kai. Supreme Kai. You gotta order that off the menu. Uh, so- he comes with extra bacon. Bacon that's not even... <laughs> they keep a separate bacon for the Supreme Kai. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gohan and this guy have just been staring at each other, and the crowd's thirsty for blood. They're like, kill each other, fucking fight. And I do like this quick shot where Chi-Chi's like, it's called storytelling, bitch. <laughs> okay? The match starts slow. So we can crescendo. <laughs> you guys don't know anything about ring psychology. You don't know anything. You don't know you're, you're all for fans of spot monkeys. Go watch your gold bloom squash match, bitch. <laughs> uh, they don't know. They don't plebes. appreciate They don't appreciate the awful So combat. Jeff is like, um, when he goes Super Saiyan. Bobovich and his homie, they're gonna attack him, and you guys just gotta watch. <laughs> they're like, okay. And then Krillin's like, word, I like to watch. And they're like, they're interested in his energy, but Videl runs up, and she's like, hi, I'm wearing a t-shirt, dress, hi, I'm better now! And it's like, well, you won't get in the way. Doesn't Vegeta, Vegeta has a line in there, right? Doesn't she like, shoulder check Vegeta, and he's like, oh, gee, thanks, or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> Women, women be getting healing, getting better. Um, <laughs> eating beans. Women be eating beans. Gohan says to Kabito, "I don't know your story, but I'll cooperate." Now, does Gohan? <laughs> I can't remember. Does Gohan know that that guy's the Supreme Kai? Well, Piccolo just said it like out loud. So, but did he hear it? Yeah, he's right there. Like. I mean, really? I don't know. It's really like they go back and forth on what can be heard and what isn't. I just like the idea that Gohan's like, this guy's like, hey, blow up this ring. He's like, all right. Like, uh, and he's like, just so you know, like, I can actually go beyond Super Saiyan. So, like, I'll just give you the full package. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, he starts, uh, doing his power kegels. He's, uh, got his little aura. You know, we got a little spark here and there. Um, the battle comes, the, the the nice pile work starts to crack. The masonry floats up. And Gohan starts to get pissed. His eyes are blue. His hair turns yellow. Oh, my God. 
Kabito's like, oh shit, oh fuck. <laughs> it's really happening. Oh fuck you guys! He, oh fuck. Uh, he literally asked him to do that. I did not understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the funniest part to me was that he was able to gently place all the tiles back for some reason. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome, yeah. He's like, I respect the union. <laughs> the tile work. Um, and, you know, Capito's like, wow, he's even more powerful than I thought. And then we cut to our boys. We're trying to make a call on the shell phone. The shell phone's like, this guy's got so many shells in him. Um, he's powerful as a shell. <laughs> uh, time to go. Is that the radio dial look thing they were pointing yeah. at? Yeah. Uh, listen. He starts turning and they're like, it's off the charts. Yeah. Listen, we were not explained it either. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't told us exactly what's That's happening. That's exactly, I'm like, okay, filled with <laughs> shells. Uh, Vegeta is so petty this whole episode. He goes, not even a fraction of his power. He's not even trying. <laughs> this is what shows you when you have, like, a nice life. When you live, you Going yeah. to school makes you soft. Yeah. Well, he's a you know he's a monarchist, and uh, that's what I like about Vegeta. I mean, he's he's not wrong. Like Gohan is wrong, even though he's Super Saiyan too. <laughs> I mean, okay, I meant specifically about like he went Super Saiyan too, but he is weaker than he was when he was like eleven. But also good, bro. There's no cell around. <laughs> Can a man live, Vegeta? Let him live. <laughs> Can a man just be frolic with his dinosaur friends? And trying to date a, the other girl who can fly? Yeah. yeah. You should have You're dated the blonde that looked like fucking Bulma's mom. I kind of I kinda like how she was on site with Gohan. Yeah. Just like, yo, that's 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 mine right there. Uh. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. Uh, Gohan's classmates freak out and they're like, oh yeah, I guess he was the golden warrior. It's like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then some hick is like, "Golly gee, it's like the things from the cell debacle." And I'm like, "All right, I see." <laughs> I really appreciated that little bit of exposition. That really <laughs> Expedition hick, my favorite guy. Yeah. Like, still thinking this is normal. And he's like, "All right, let's fight." The uh, the oi band shows up. They have a uh, they have a, a Aladdin's lamp vacuum cleaner with the Majin symbol on it, and they <laughs> shove it into his stomach. So, uh, Gohan sees them, here's the thing that, that I didn't remember about this, because Gohan should easily be able to fight them off. However, at the time he's about to blow them into pieces, Supreme yeah. Kai, <laughs> Supreme Kai's like, well, it's a lot of power, I don't know if I'm going to be able to contain it, and Goku's like, contain it? And then he puts a fucking paralysis spell on him. <laughs> Abracadabra Harry Potter paralysis so Gohan cannot fight the two jobbers off and they yeah. stick them oh they stick them right. and that it actually is pretty gruesome looking yeah it sucks I hate the, noodles bro the suction thing yeah I mean it's too similar to a vacuum cleaner like it, or, or a syringe or you know like it, they literally sucked the energy out of his body by but, applying it at, uh, uh, you know, to the skin. You don't know where that needle's been, fam. <laughs> They've been sucking yeah. energy. Yeah, like <laughs> out of I, other people. You know, like Cell literally had the um, syringe tail. 
Yeah. But something right. was really disturbing to me because, like, it was like a medical device or something. I was just like, ugh, gross. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so, uh, go. So it looks like it came out of a David Cronenberg movie. Yeah, it looks like it was, like, a, from Existence or something. Uh, like, because it was, like, natural, but also a machine. Um, uh, shout out to so, Existence. I haven't thought about the movie in two decades. Go, yeah. Sorry. Don't watch <laughs> no, it. It's not good, but it looks cool. It did look cool. I was cool. just about that. Earlier, Another, uh, like, Ewan McGregor trying to pretend like he's not Scottish movie. Like, stop doing that, bro. <laughs> You're not Two Scottish kids in a trench coat trying to pretend to not be Scottish. Yeah. Um, you know, it's gross. Krillin freaks out and Piccolo stops him. He's like, my boss said no. And Gohan goes back to normal. They let him finish. Videl tries to go to stop them, and Goku grabs her by the wrist, which seems kind of violent to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Like, we have to trust this guy we just met. <laughs> that was my real problem with it. <laughs> this little purple guy who Jeff told me no! <laughs> Let my son get drained. Let him be drained. So... I really don't understand the political structure of DBC. It really doesn't. Okay, so here's here's what we got. We got Supreme Kai up here. Grand Kai. We don't know him. Fuck him. Got King Kai below there. And then down here we have a dog who's the president of Earth. Right, I get... So this is like a hierarchical (laughs) scale, but is it just vertical? Or are there, like, people who have different domains? They're all supposed to be, like, gods, which makes it... A little... Do they, do they have Daff? Does each Kai have a have an entourage? Yeah. Re- <laughs> yeah, Red Guy... Kabito is uh, Shin's staff. Is Supreme Kai is, uh, you know, right hand. I, it's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Shia. <laughs> yeah, Supreme Guy's got Kabito and... Yeah. yeah. They have, like, guys that serve them. They have, like, a guy or two, usually. Yeah. Um, and... And these gods are more powerful than the incredibly powerful people blasting through the roofs of scatter levels all the time. Well, uh, turns well out, yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing, Alex. That's the thing. So remember when Gohan did like, let me give you the gold package, and then he like powered up, and then Kabito was like, that's a lot of power. It's because that's a lot of power. Kabito doesn't. He's not anywhere near that. Yeah, like, they were like, oh, I was a god, so I thought I was, like, good, but... <laughs> yeah. Without this child is... Uh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like Gohan should, like, lead a revolution or something, right? That seems like the only responsible what? use of their power. They're with the richest woman in the world, so they're fully mind-warped. Even though they're kept in poverty while she do- doesn't do anything for them ever. It seems like Bulma could have just, like... Spare them a few thousand dollars to put on like an addition to the forest hut. You know? I mean, go on, literally save the world. So, yeah, you'd think. Get them a yeah. fucking scooter. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, but you know, no such thing as a free lunch in this world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everything explodes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's oh god, and then the guys scoot off with the energy bag. And then everyone's like, okay, I guess we have to go fight them. And Supreme Kai's like, no, here's the plan. I need to follow them undetected. But here's a little cute idea. Why don't you come with me? Yeah. 
We'll make a day of it, you know? And then Goku, of course, is like, yes, I want to do that. But it's like, you're dead. (laughs) Also, your son is, like, Gohan is unconscious in the middle of the ring. And Goku's like... That's the funniest part. (laughs) Let's get out of here. And he looks at them and says, Gohan will be fine. And he's on the ground. Gohan is Bullet Club in 2018. (laughs) He'll be... Goku, it, Goku really is a terrible anime dad. Like, I know we... He's it, the <laughs> worst one. Like, that, like, it's like Shinji's dad and then Goku. Like, yeah. yeah. God Freaks isn't yeah. great either, but yeah. yeah. Um, like, he... So, well, this is what Goku's done. He let his son get... Have that happen to him. Watched. Stop Videl from interfering. Then, instead of going out to help his, kid, his son... By the way, he hasn't seen him in, in seven years or whatever the fuck. <laughs> He's like... Okay, well, I, I just gotta pause, because we... Uh, Katie, you brought up uh, Gendo, Ikari, and I just, you know... Uh, to get a sense of the power levels, like, could Gohan... Could Gohan destroy an Ava? Is that what we're expecting here? Yeah. Dragon Ball standards, like, they could just... That's what's just so frustrating because they have the power to literally just like destroy the earth in one go, and they're always like, "How do we fight this guy?" <laughs> like nuclear weapons or something. The power creep is real in Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just like the, the scaling on everything is so fucked up at this point, and it only gets worse. <laughs> um, so why you're dealing with the gods, right? On Earth little boys. It's just like the idea of Dragon Ball is like, what if you got so mad that you were the strongest guy in the world? <laughs> Great power fantasy. Yeah. You know? Like, there's something about that imagery. I mean, I've definitely used it a lot in my own personal life of just like imagining myself going Super Saiyan when I really need to focus on something. Well, yeah. It's a great visual language. Mm-hmm. Oh, they chase after them, and then the announcer's like, Damn, who's Majin? I wonder what Supreme Kai's gonna do with all that energy up in his trunk. Okay, tune in next time, Dragon Ball Z! <laughs> what are they gonna do with Gohan's energy? What's the Supreme Kai's game? <laughs> you see an RV with a big generator, and I just dump the energy into it. I have no idea. The, the anime's idea of what energy is is so fucking funny to me. Like, it's, like, tangible. Like, get out of here. Yeah, what, they just literally empty them like a U-Haul. Just like, okay, anyway. maybe they put in a big battery, and then they use that to get, get off of fossil fuels. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what we need to go on for. Yeah. <laughs> Out of seven Dragon Balls, let's rate and review. Lost and Leon, what do you got? Fucking zero. Fuck this show. <laughs> Fuck this episode. I'm so fucking mad. I honestly... I, for a minute, I'm sorry you had to be here for this. This is the first time ever. So, this has been a steady decline since, since I've joined the show, which is basically during the Boo Saga. This is a steady decline... Of Gohan being shoved aside from the role of top babyface. And this moment right here, this is the nail in the fucking coffin. Because I have a question. Why did this have to happen to Gohan? Why? <laughs> Why did Gohan have to get shafted? He was the one who was like... He, first of all, he gets to show off his Super Saiyan 2. Vegeta immediately buries him. There. Yeah, for like a second. <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh, he's real strong. Vegeta mainly buries him. Then he's jumped by these jobbers. And then he's not even in the main mission. He's lying face down in the mud 
while the real heroes, Goku and Vegeta, get to fly off with their new friend. Fuck this show. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> you know, uh, I took a lot of consideration, but I gotta say, seven Dragon Balls. Uh... Oh, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. That's so much more editing for all of us. Don't do it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I had a great time. I had no idea what was going on. Uh, I got to see uh, a lot of things that brought up a lot of nostalgia. Um, I mean, there was a saying when when I was in high school, uh, some of my friends would go to the UCSD anime club because they would have screenings um, like, a, you know, in the projector. Uh, and uh, it was really fun. Um, but they, they had a saying, which was friends don't let friends watch DBC. And <laughs> I... <laughs> that is, that is. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have your EBAs and shit and your fucking like paranoia agents if you don't come down to the slop factory with the rest of us every once in a while. You wouldn't have any of that shit. Without- I agree. You know, I'm just. Yeah. I, I wasn't a member of their club. I was a high schooler crashing, but um, it's a delicious slop. You know, it's, it's like a, a McDonald's happy meal, and uh, that's why I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna stick with seven stars. <laughs> Well, I give two out of seven because I like Vegeta's dunks the whole time. Yeah. Uh, actually, one out of seven. That's the only thing I like. <laughs> Alex really liked it. So we have no choice I'll but take it back. to summon the eternal dragon Shenron oh, fuck. to make a wish oh, fuck. because he gathered all seven dragons. I Shenron! Rise! Oh, Shenron. Okay. more feminine Shenron. <laughs> did you take a COVID test? I'm does, not sure if I... Does, does Patak usually do the Shenron voice? Is that the... Yes, he does! <laughs> Patak, you're getting big, long, Katie! <laughs> Alright. Long, Katie, but I'm big and long, and <laughs> Big, long, Katie! <laughs> well, you can wish for anything you want, little buddy. Because... <laughs> What what does your heart desire? Really? Uh, if you must insist, my heart desires that you please listen to the Bloodwine Boys podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek. We are doing a watch through of the original series and a number of other episodes. I really want people to listen to my podcast. Well made. Okay, bye! <laughs> Wow, Big Long Katie sure seems more distracted than normal. It's as if she was not ready to do that today. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about the well, seven sorry, Lawson. Yeah. You might have to text Alex on his vacation to ask him for the fucking sound effect package because I don't even know what that is. Okay. I got it, I got it. Oh, what do I hear? It's a train! It's the blood train! You hear that, Alex? <laughs> 
Alex, do you, do you hear that train, Alex? Do you hear it? I, I hear it departing? I think it was early. <laughs> you showed up a little early to the plug train. Caboose like a hobo. Ah, everybody, do your Look, plug. The plug train's like a wizard. It's arrives exactly when it wants. Uh, so, yeah, Alex uh, is the host of the Bloodwine Boys. Listen to that. I'm on one of the episodes coming up soon. It's about Star Trek. Uh, if I must say, we're on a on a, a season break right now. We've covered the the first season of the original series of Star Trek, oh, and then uh, when we come back, we are going to start the second season and uh, and also cover uh, some of the other shows like Lower Decks. Um, been a Trekkie for a long time, um, and uh, just want to talk about Star Trek with people. Um, it's blood wine is the easiest way to search for it, you know, with the Klingons drink. Um, and uh, Lawson and I do uh, some things online. You can watch us play Animus on Alternating Tuesdays. Uh, and uh, he's the GM, I'm the player, and we play Magic the Gathering on Thursdays on Twitch. Hell yeah, we do. Um, and I should also uh, uh, remind people to listen to the Talking Naruto podcast. For me and Benel Hermosa listen and review all the, listen, watch all of Naruto and including the fillers. We watch the fillers so you don't have to. That's our motto. Uh, and, uh, also Spirit Hunters. Shout out to Spirit Hunters. Uh, and that's it. That's, that's all I got. Katie? Please check out the Balling Hour Super Patreon at patreon.com slash POS pod five dollars a month. And you can find all about the King of Games himself, Yu-Gi-Oh! And, uh, that's been us for this week! See you next week here at Bye. Now, super! Yeah.